carrying a fair amount of debt, but none of it seems worth paying off faster than minimums. Am I mistaken? So this is a post from r slash personal finance by Grievous47. So let's get into it. So I have gotten in the habit of accepting financing whenever the terms seem reasonable because it strikes me as a good financial move. I realize as a result, I have been carrying more and more debt instead of less and less recently. I still think it is the right move, but I figure it might be a good idea to get a community reality check in case there is something I am not considering here. Would any of you pay down any of these debts? Credit cards, I don't carry debt. I pay statement balance in full every month. Medical, $5,500, three-year term at 0%. Minimum payments at $162 a month. We'll just pay that off. Contractor, $8,800 in contractor debt for work on my house. It's 0% for a year. And then it goes up to 19.99%. I have more than 8,800 sitting in an account earning 5.2% that is earmarked to pay that off on month 11. Auto. I have two car notes. One is $11,000 left on a 72-month at 0.9%, and one is 35k left 48-month at 2.9%. Mortgage. 159000 at 3%. I am just auto-paying the minimums, or in the case of the contractor debt, there is no minimum, and I am just paying it off in full when the promotion period is about to end. I feel like this makes financial sense, however, I have noted that my amount of debt has been increasing over time rather than decreasing due to choices to finance rather than paying cash so that I check. My savings have also been increasing though, so I feel like it's fine. The thing is, I understand what this person is doing, and technically speaking, there isn't necessarily financially exactly wrong, right? But what people really need to understand is that just because financially it kind of makes sense doesn't mean that it's right. And so what I mean by that This really only works out if, like, you know, financially speaking, if the money that you are not paying off these debts is going immediately into investments that will make you a crazy return, or at the very least into the S&P 500, right? So to put into perspective, the S&P 500 typically about makes about 10% roughly with dividends reinvested per year, you know, on an annual basis over the past few decades. That's like the historical data. So, technically speaking, financially, like number-wise, if you have something that is like a 0% or like 2% or 3% like under that, with accounting with inflation, putting that money that you would have put on that debt into the S&P 500 technically will make you more money, right? Financially speaking. The problem with doing that is that a lot of people don't really factor in risk and a lot of people don't factor in the human psychology aspect. And what I mean by that 
is that this person even mentioned it slightly, where their debt is steadily increasing in terms of the amount of debt, like the total amount of debt that they actually have. Because in their mind, they think that they could technically afford it, which on paper they can, right? So you might have started at like $10,000 worth of debt. Now you're at like 15000 Now you're at 20000 Now you're at 25000 now you're at $30,000. The cash flow is roughly still the same when you're at 10000 and when you're at 30000 now in terms of the debt amount. Like your monthly cash flow is still equivalent, right? But you're just steadily increasing the amount of debt that you got and steadily increasing the amount of cash you got, but you're not really solving the problem. Because the problem... When it comes down to something like this, if anything were to happen, right, to you, like your cash flow, like your income, maybe you get injured, etc., emergencies happen, right? If anything were to happen, your debt is still going to go up, but the cash flow that you got, right, that cash influx or the cash that you have is going to start to decrease, but your, your debt is still going to keep on going but then your cash is going to keep on dropping and dropping and dropping to the point where now your inflow, the cash flow that's coming in, is going to be less than the minimum payments that are going out. So you could get yourself in a very tricky and bad situation where if anything bad happens that is like slightly bigger than a small emergency, you're basically financially screwed. So that's the biggest thing that you have to try to avoid when you go down this path. Like, I understand why someone who might be more of like a math person thinks that this is okay, because on paper it is, but people just don't really factor in. Like, if something bad happens, I'm basically going to be screwed, right? It's a very dark situation when this happens. And this also is why when you see those like buy now, pay later, like uh, apps or, you know, systems or whatever, you need to stay away from those because you start adding like $20 payments, $50 payments, $100 payments, like every week, every month, like those things add up and add up and add up again to the point where your minimum payments will eventually get to the point where you are like where it's higher than what you're bringing in so you're no longer living like paycheck to paycheck you're basically like drowning right you're basically drowning at that point so let's see some of these comments on this post like if i was this person in this situation i would personally pay off all of this debt and then just start paying things more so in cash or use a credit card and pay that off every month, which seems like what they're doing already in terms of like their credit card. They don't carry a statement. But you just got to be really careful with this type of mindset, right? Because it, it literally doesn't make sense to do this unless you're literally investing all that cash into like the S&P 500, And even then, the psychology behind it is still very iffy. Let's see some of these comments. Your amount of debt is increasing, but the money you have by putting it 
even in a savings account at say 5% is growing faster than that. It makes sense if you're disciplined about not losing that money or spending that money carelessly, paying anything off before interest rates spike, and otherwise keeping an eye on finances. Otherwise, it's just a simple math question. Like a lot of finance, will your net amount of money be higher by paying off the loans or by saving and investing? The answer is saving and investing. Make sure you're getting a decent rate. You can get 5% with zero risk now. True investment in securities has risk, which might be a bad idea here. Just to note, the tax rate on savings account interest is the same as your tax rate on income. If they are a high earner, especially in a state with a state income tax, then they should subtract taxes from their savings interest when comparing it to the non-mortgage debt interest. Let's see. As someone who was recently laid off, the other thing to consider is how you would make the monthly payments if you suddenly became unemployed. Sounds like most of it is covered by savings, but you'll want to take that in, into account when you figure up your emergency funds. Like I said, you know, that is a potential issue. Like when you do these types of like schemes, you run the risk of slightly increasing your risk over time, right? Like it's just like a matter of fact type of thing. Let's see. Yes, the math checks out, but only if the money that you'd pay it with is actually off earning more and isn't just being spent. One trap to avoid is feeling good about it and getting lax about actually getting return from the cheap loans. Let's see. At those interest rates, you can just put money into a savings account. That's not investing, and it will still make you more money by a noticeable margin. Yep. Yeah. Now, again, this is the thing that people need to understand, too. Personal finance is personal. You're going to do whatever it is that you're going to do because, again, it is your life. Just understand that every choice you have has, like, a plus and minus kind of thing. So it really depends on, like, okay, how much more of this, like, risk that I'm going to feel comfortable taking. If I am more so like not interested in dealing with any of this risk, then I would just pay off all of this stuff, right? Which is what I lean more towards. I lean more towards not having the risk, not really wanting to carry the mental bandwidth of just having to deal with this nonsense. Even though this is like pretty much all like automatic payments, just knowing the fact that like in the back of my mind that there's some debts that I would have to pay off eventually. Or if something bad were to happen, I might be screwed, even if I got money in the bank account. But you, again, you just never know what might happen. Would still bother me in this type of situation. So for me personally, I would just pay this all off. And then, yeah, I might use a credit card. Personally, I'm not that big of a fan of credit cards. I just don't really like using credit cards, even though I have a very high credit score. But I just personally prefer to be completely debt-free because I don't like having any sort of mental bandwidth spent on taking risk. 
Just like, I just don't want to care about it, right? And I just like funneling money into investments or savings. So just me personally.